They keep you up at night. They haunt you in your dreams. They will always find you. And there is no escape. Welcome to the new mini-series, where each day we will hear the scariest, most horrifying tales from both distributors and suppliers throughout the month of October. This is Promo Horrors, the haunting tales of your nightmare orders, hosted by Taylor Borst and Stephen McFadden. Welcome to this edition of Promo Horror Stories. Every time I hear that intro, I have to turn on some lights because it scares me. (laughs) And as always, I am joined by an awesome co-host, Taylor Borst with American Solutions for Business. Taylor, how are you today? I am doing great, Stephen McFadden. Oh yes, I do have a name that I forget (laughs) to tell. You do have a name. You do. (laughs) Well, with us today, we are joined by a special guest, and before we get to them, we need to say special thanks to our sponsor, Hit Promotional Products. Did you know that they have an awesome line out there called AWS? AWS, 5% of all proceeds go to a variety of charities. So if you're trying to provide some purpose with your gifts, check out the AWS line from Hit Promotional Products. It is an awesome, awesome way to provide some purpose with products. And Stephen, I yes. hope that you definitely planned to talk about Hit's charity line because we have a a wonderful guest today in charity gibson she is a promo kitchen chef uh she is the national account manager for peerless she is the host of the badass women of promo podcast and a champion of social media just a wonderful role model thoughtful shining light in our industry one of my favorites charity gibson welcome to our podcast Hey, thanks for having me. I always like to say donate to your favorite charity. So, I mean, (laughs) I take credit cards. (laughs) Send it on over. Well, we're going to put your address in the bottom of the podcast so people can send send it your way. Awesome. perfect. (laughs) It's not tax deductible. (laughs) Charity, you have a couple stories for us today, uh, but why don't you kick off the first one? Well, so this one, obviously, it's not like joyful and jovial, but um, it definitely is a horror story. So back, actually, I was looking at the date just now. It's 2012. Um, I can't believe how quickly time passes, but um, 2012, Hurricane Sandy rolled through and um, that came through the East Coast. And we, I was a distributor back in those days and we had a uh, big, huge customer that put through an order in November for promotional chocolate for a Christmas order. And we put in the order and we got a call about three days later saying that the uh, factory couldn't fill our order because the all of the way that they make their chocolate is that they um, start building up reserves knowing that they sell, you know, X number of you know pieces per year and x number of dollars worth of chocolate per year and then they make additional uh just you know as overstock and their entire warehouse was flooded with hurricane sandy so every single inch of that warehouse was um filled to the brim with seawater and so all of that salt water um all of that seawater rushed in and killed their entire inventory of chocolate so we ended up not having the order um they didn't they were able to fill the order but they weren't able to fill it 
quickly and so our customers ended up with their holiday chocolate order in February. So that's no way they could have resold those as sea salt chocolates. No, no, oh unfortunately not. Get off this podcast. <laughs> it's been seven years. Too I feel soon. Like I can make a joke like that. Uh, <laughs> but it's, it was unfortunate because people, I think that the hardest thing was trying to explain to customers. I mean, obviously, our customers were in Arizona. We're like, a hurricane took out your chocolate order. And they're like, well, okay, but we need the chocolate. I'm like, okay, but hurricane. I mean, you know, <laughs> so we're landlocked. How did a hurricane affect our chocolate? Well, your exactly. products are not at your house. I was whittling chocolate in my garage, and <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Well, so uh, so Charity, you prepped us a little bit uh, about this uh, before, but you have another story as well that's a little bit more. Um, I don't know. Wild? I don't know how to. Yes, wild. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in promotional products, it really is a jungle out there. Mm, I see where you're going. <laughs> I mean, we needed something to follow the sea salt caramel joke, right? <laughs> we well, did. real quick, before we before we move on from that, what what can you do in a situation like that? I mean, a lot of times, you know, there isn't anything you can do. I mean, how do you – were you guys, like, you know, in communication with them, you know, letting them know, like – here's what's going on. Here's, you know, like kind of, kind of walk us through some of the behind the scenes there. Yeah. Um, that's exactly what it was is, you know, we just had to call and explain what happened. We offered them, um, alternative products, but they were dead set on having that particular brand and that particular product. And, um, so we let them know actually, and I mean, it was unfortunate because they did get strung along for a little bit because the factory had told us we're planning on being able to ship by December 19th. And so we're going to get our Christmas orders out. And then, of course, December 19th came and went, and so it was December 23rd, and then December 23rd came and went. Oh, happy birthday. It's your birthday. Um, (laughs) And then everybody's, you know, closing for the holidays, and their office was closed for the holidays, and so when it finally came back around, that ship day just got pushed out further and further, and it was the end of January. So, um, Hmm. you know, we were helped with a little bit of a discount. We, of course, took care of our customers. I think we ended up giving it to them either at half price or close to no charge, just because we wanted to keep that um, that client. I don't know, we kind of go by the, or back when I was a distributor, we went by the Ritz-Carlton model. They say that the average like Ritz-Carlton model, or Ritz-Carlton, Ritz-Carlton client. There's Ritz-Carlton um, models? There's, there is, there's a, a model of, <laughs> different kind of models, Stephen. <laughs> um, but of doing business, they think that the average um, Ritz-Carlton customer brings over the lifetime, um, like $2 million worth of business, to the Ritz Carlton brand, be it through what? actual personal purchases or through referrals and um, networking opportunities, things like that. And so they give, like when every client comes, you have like up to $2,000 credit, I think that they can give to people if there's ever yep. a problem. Yep. That's true. And so um, I, I love following that kind of philosophy, like just because, you know, one owner is not a lifetime, your client is worth so much more to keep them happy and how much they're going to say about how much you resolved the problem. And so that's kind of where we went with that. We just tried to communicate the whole time and they were pretty understanding of the circumstances. They maybe could have been a little bit more forgiving, but we're able to make it right and, and keep them happy. So Charity, did you have to absorb that hit or did the vendor share that with you? How, to, how did you handle that? The vendor did take part of it, um, but just to make our clients as happy as possible, we kind of went a little bit over the top and just, you know, made sure that we did what we needed to do on our side to just keep them, keep them happy. Um, 
we also have a little program that we um, created it's a little red rubber ball and it's uh, something we sent out unfortunately mistakes happen and I knew that and I'm really human so I make a lot of mistakes <laughs> so um, I don't think you know we all are we get busy and as intelligent and good at, good at our jobs as we are sometimes we just you know things happen and so this red rubber ball um, I'd send it out with a postcard and it says we dropped the ball and um, it would the little card would have something written on it that people could redeem later. So it brought them back, obviously, to do more business with us. And then the whatever was written on the card was in relation to how big of a screw up we had. So um, that was kind of a fun thing to send out to just as a follow up. Like, you know, it wasn't really our fault. It was kind of a hurricane. But at the end of the day, we're still responsible for the order and for the total experience. You know, even if it's not a delivered thing, the experience is most important. And that's almost more important than the product. So even if it's yeah. late, you still have an opportunity to kind of, you know, redeem yourself or how you deal with the handle, how you deal with the problem, I think says a lot more about your company than, you know, when you delivered the chocolate. That's awesome. Well, tell us about your Ace Ventura story. <laughs> Pet detective. Um, this is a really <laughs> short story, but it was so funny. Um, this was actually one of my, I think it was like six or eight months in and um, there was an organization in my neighborhood having uh, a grand opening and they had called me to do some of those big like 11 foot wavy banners for outside and mm -hmm. I had done a ton of research and um, found a newer company I love kind of working with the underdog it's kind of fun for me to just try new places mm -hmm. and see what happens and um, about a week before these uh, banners were due into us I got a call and uh, the guy, he was a good friend of mine too, but he, he called me, he's like, Charity, you're not going to believe this. I'm like, okay, try me. And he says, your order was ready and it was on the production floor, but we use elephants, um, for our heavy lifting and for some of our labor and the boxes, there was a stack of boxes and an elephant stepped on the boxes and it cracked the poles, which damaged the feather banners for your um <laughs> for your flags <laughs> i'm like wait say that again an elephant <laughs> stepped on my order and he's, he's like yeah like you know my client is never gonna believe this he's like i know no, but it's true like, pictures or it didn't happen i never got pictures but my client laughed about it we did get the replacements about a week later but elephants who knew <laughs> That's so funny so so charity with both of your stories I feel like there's this overarching theme and, and really the way that you approach everything, but, but you took responsibility for things that were completely out of your control. Um, what, what do you say to people who are hesitant to embrace this particular approach? Oh man. Um, taking responsibility, I think is one of my favorite things to do <clears throat> because the word itself, um, response and ability if you take the responsibility, now you have the ability to respond. So even if you take 1% accountability for what's going on, now you can take a 1% ownership in making the problem right and fixing the problem. So um, that's- Am I've I the only one that's never broken the word up like that before? <laughs> uh, I've, my mind is blown right just, now. I've never, I've never thought of it like that. I haven't either. I was like, yeah. reason, ability. <laughs> I was like, that, that doesn't make any, any sense at all, but her way of doing it is way better. Yeah. No, and that's, that's exactly it. It's, it's okay. It doesn't really matter whose fault a problem is. At the end of the day, our clients need whatever it is, or the people that we're talking to yeah, or working great. with need a resolution. And if we're constantly bickering about whose fault it is, we don't get anywhere. Like fault aside, 
what can we do to make it right? And so if I need to take the fall to be able to make the solution, I'm okay with that. Sure. And it gives you the, the control back. Yeah, 100%. Mm. Well, Charity, that is awesome advice. Um, lots of good good pointers there. Every podcast we do, though, we cannot let you go just just yet. We have a, a Halloween-themed question, and I heard you are a big reader. Is that true? It is, but now I'm scared. <laughs> like, <Okay. laughs> I read weird books. <laughs> like... All right, so this is going to take you back. All right, did you were you ever a fan of Goosebumps? Is that a book you ever read? I didn't read Goosebumps. <laughs> like the Choose Your Own Adventure. Okay, well, how about this? Do you have any Halloween books that you'd recommend, or books that you are scared of? Okay, so. I'm going to date myself here. I'm on the older end of the millennial cusp, obviously, but the um, scary stories to tell in the dark. Mm-hmm. Have you guys, there's a movie coming out too, I think about yeah, it. There's a movie, but, right? Yeah. So originally back in like the, you know, old millennial days, <laughs> like the, <laughs> the zennials, um, it was, yeah, scary stories to tell in the dark. It was a little book and it had little mini short stories in it and they I was petrified, like legitimately would turn on all my lights. And I was scared of the dark until I was probably 25 because of that. <laughs> all right. So I have a follow-up question to that because I, I always have, I always have to ask this when someone says they're scared of the dark, are you scared of the absence of light or the things in the dark? Mm, probably the things in the dark. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like that, Interesting way. that if I take one foot out of the blanket, a zombie might eat it. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. I was. I've always been fascinated by that, and it's it's a rabbit hole. But anyways, <laughs> anyways, we definitely appreciate your time, Charity. But before we let everybody go, speaking of Charity, as Taylor had an emo- the most amazing segue earlier, if you are looking for ways to give the charity, yes, we'll post her address down below. But you can also order items. From Hip Promotional Products' AWS line, where 5% of all their items go back to a great cause, check out Hip Promotional Products for all your purpose-given product gifting. The AWS line has a tab up at the top of their page where you can check out all their products, lots of amazing items, and lots of great charities to, to give to through those orders. Thank you all so much for this awesome episode where nature has destroyed all orders and has provided lots of opportunities for us to reach our customers in creative ways. So thank you guys so much. Thank you for having us. Have a good one. This has been another episode of Promo Horrors. Tune in tomorrow as we hear another nightmare tale from the promotional products industry.